of you here today don't even have a clue what I'm talking about. So I'm going to take a minute to just bring some clarity on the significance of what we're about to experience as a church family. The Apostle Paul had this to say about the baptism in Romans. He said, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin, for one who has died has been set free from sin. And the water baptism that we're about to experience is a symbol that those getting baptized today are really laying down their lives and essentially dying to themselves and dying to their sin, and they're being raised up with Christ and committing to following him for the rest of their lives. So it is a pretty big deal what we're about to experience. The Gospel of Luke also tells us this in chapter 15. I tell you, this is Jesus, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who who repents. And we have multiple people getting baptized who have repented of their sins and are about to confess their faith in Christ in front of all of us. And these people were lost, disconnected, far from God, and now they've been found, and we have the privilege of offering them our love and support and encouragement today. And today, kind of like Bob was saying, today is really a day of celebration And if what we're talking about and what I'm saying doesn't really excite you, if it doesn't really get your heart beating a little bit faster, we probably need to reevaluate what we're doing. Because if you are a member of this church, you're a believer, today should be one of the most exciting days of the year for you. If you're a believer, you're a member of this church, and you're kind of like, eh, whatever, I'm ready to go home, I'm ready to watch the Patriots win or lose or whatever. If that's kind of your attitude, we probably need to reevaluate what our purpose is as the church family. Because baptism is not only a significant part of uh, the body of Christ, it is one of the primary callings that Jesus left his disciples before he ascended into heaven, and it's the same command that he gives to each of us who claim to be his followers today. In Matthew 28, just as Jesus was about to ascend to heaven, he had this to say, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. In other words, what we're about to experience is the reason why we do what we do. It's the reason why we pray for healing and redemption in our city And in this neighborhood, it's the reason why we spend time with lost people and pray for lost people. It is why we give of our time and our money and our resources so that the lost will be found. And that the eyes of the spiritually blind will be open. Because as Luke told us, when one sinner repents, there's a party in heaven, right? There's a party in heaven. We have multiple people here 
repenting of their sins who are about to make a huge commitment. And that should cause us to be filled with gratitude. Because the more sinners that turn their hearts to Christ, the greater our God is glorified. And baptism is also a triple partnership. And I want to hit on this for a minute. It's a triple partnership. The first partner is obviously God. He draws all men unto himself, offers freedom from sins and total forgiveness. And the second partner is obviously the person getting baptized. They're you know, confessing their sins, turning away from their sins, acknowledging that they need a Savior. And the third partner in the baptismal partnership is the church. And that boils down to us individuals sitting here today who claim to be Christ followers and claim Wellspring as their home church. We are committing to offering our support, love, and encouragement to the people who are about to make this commitment. And we do it because it's what God asks us to do. It's what families do, right? We lift each other up. You hold each other up when they're weak and they're falling, and you sacrifice your own agenda for the benefit of others. And because of what we're about to experience, and really, honestly, just the magnitude of it, of how big of a deal this is, we're committing to being in it with these people. And we would be doing them and God a disservice by letting today go by without meeting them, encouraging them, and letting them know that we're in it with them. Christian scholar Dietrich Bonhoeffer had this to say about the significance of living life together as a church community. It is not simply to be taken for granted that the Christian has the privilege of living among other Christians. The Christian needs another Christian who speaks God's word to him. He needs him again and again when he becomes uncertain and discouraged. Let him who has the privilege of living a common Christian life with other Christians praise God's grace from the bottom of his heart. Let him thank God on his knees and declare, it is grace, nothing but grace, that we are allowed to live in community with other Christians. Man, is that the attitude of our heart? And I'm wrestling with this myself. Is that the attitude of my heart, of your heart? Do you get on your knees and thank God for the people in this room? I don't do it nearly enough. That kind of gratitude can only come from being deeply invested in the people here. Are there people sitting here in these pews today, feel free to look around, that you know and who really know you? Or are they just people that you see for an hour each week only to talk about the weather or maybe what you're having for lunch that day? And in a couple minutes, we get to experience a miracle. We get to witness firsthand for several different people, profess their faith in Christ and commit to following him for the rest of their lives. And if anything is worth celebrating, this would definitely make the top of the list as the body of Christ and as Christians. So I'm going to give us a few minutes now, two or three minutes, for you guys to kind of sit in silence and reflect on maybe what's going on in your heart and reflect on what God might be speaking to you. And there are people here all over the spiritual map. There are people here all over in terms of their commitment and investment in the people here of this church, and I want to give you time to wrestle with where you are. Maybe you're here today, you're invested in the people here, and your heart is beating faster, and you're pumped to be here. You just want to take some time to give God gratitude and take some time to pray for the people who are about to make this commitment. Maybe you're here today, you call yourself a member of this church, 
and you just kind of feel dull. Your heart isn't really beating faster. It's really not that exciting for you. I challenge you to wrestle with that. Why is that the case? Why are you not filled with joy for what we're about to experience? Are you doing your part to know others and let yourself be known? So after a few minutes of silence, I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to hand things over to Bob. He's going to get the ball rolling on the baptism. And I want to ask you guys, as someone on staff here, after these people get baptized, if you don't know any of them, please come up and introduce yourself to one of them. You don't have to meet them all. At least come up, introduce yourself to one person. Shake their hand, give them a hug, let them know that you're praying for them, that you're proud of them for making this decision, and that you're in it with them as they begin this new journey. So let's take a few minutes of silence, and then I'll come up and pray for us.